The Hoosier Road Rockets presents The Launch Pod, where learning takes off. My name is Miss Sabo, and I am the facilitator for our show. For our third and final podcast episode of the year, we will be talking about ecosystems, plants, protecting our environment, and we even have an interview with a special guest ecologist and National Environmental Policy Act specialist, Victoria Veach. It's time for our introductions. Kids, welcome to the pod. Hi. Hi, my name is Corey, and my favorite food is hot box pizza. Hi, my name is Liam. My favorite game is Minecraft Dungeons. Hi, my name is Ellie, and my favorite color is a light blue. Hi, my name is Grace, and I play piano. Awesome. Thanks for introducing yourselves. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. All right, here's the show. Okay, kids, what topic would you like to talk about first today? Plants. Okay, Elliot, what can you tell me about plants? All plants have a life cycle like frogs and people. Yeah, that's right. Um, who can tell me the stages of the plant life cycle? First, a plant is a seed. Then it's a seedling. Oh, what is a seedling? A seedling, it's like a little stem with small leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, then what's next? Then young adult plant, and then an adult plant. Yeah, so what happens when a plant finally becomes an adult? The coolest thing about the Vance flytrap is that it eats meat, like, like spiders beetles and insects yeah what were some of the things we tried to feed it the other day at recess roly polies i don't know if the venus flytrap liked the roly polies too much <laughs> um what else did we learn about the venus flytrap elliot Venus flytraps hibernate in the winter just like water frogs. Yeah. In the winter, the Venus flytrap goes dormant and comes back in the spring. Um, where can we find Venus flytraps in the wild? They're native to North Carolina. They like to be in sunny places in water. They like to sit in water. And did we have our plant sitting in water at first? No. no. So we found out and we put it in some dry soil with rocks at the bottom, but we realized that we needed to put it in its own pot and have that pot sitting in water. And is it a good idea to keep our Venus flytrap inside in our classroom? No. <laughs> no, because it doesn't get enough air, sunlight and warm air. Yeah. So we're going to try and find a place for it outdoors where it'll be protected from strangers. I know we've got a student, Isaac, writing a letter asking if we can put it somewhere in the new mindful space of the school. Yeah. Hopefully we can do that. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk about ecosystems. When we went to Ritchie Woods for our field trip, what were some of the habitats we visited? We went to a prairie and we saw till we caught, we saw cardinals until he their birds sound like drink your tea yeah the tohees bird call sounds like everybody together drink, drink your, your tea, tea. 
We also saw lots of red-winged blackbirds. Yeah, they were flying all over the place. What was another habitat we visited? We went to the wetlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was everyone's favorite. What did they call the wetland there? The swamp. The swamp, the swamp. yeah. What makes wetlands so important? That lots of animals live there, and and it gets a lot of the bad things out of the water. Yeah, forests and wetlands filter our water to help keep things clean, don't they? And forests provide clean air. Yeah, they do. They give us clean air to breathe. What is a way that we can help keep our environment clean? We can pick up trash so it keeps the animals like sea turtles safe. There is a lot of sea turtles in the sea that try to eat shells, but we don't want them to because they can get sick. Yeah, we saw that with the sea turtle hospital. We did a virtual field trip with the rest of the first graders, and there were a lot of sea turtles there needing to be taken care of because they had accidentally eaten plastic, or some of them were even like hit by propellers of boats, weren't they? But um, what else can we do to protect our environment? We should recycle and reusable things instead of single-use plastic. Mm-hmm. Do you have an example of a single-use plastic that a lot of people use? Plastic water bottles. Yeah. Those are not too good, are they? No. <laughs> Those are we'll all pretty reuse good. reuse them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. reuse them. <laughs> Definitely. You can reuse things. Those are all good tips. So I guess that takes us next to our interview with our special guest scientist, Hi, Victoria, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Great. Well, thank you for agreeing to let us interview you today. Yeah, I'm excited. I have a few of my first graders here, and they have some questions for you. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Hi, my name's Corey, and we're learning about jobs. Exactly. Hi. Um... So I am an ecologist and a NEPA specialist. So um, the ecology part of my job, I figure out what kind of impact some road construction project will have on the environment. So I'll like um, some, I'll figure out like where the wetlands are and figure out how many impacts will be to those wetlands. Um, if there's trees that are going to be removed, I talk about those. Um, and in the NEPA part of my job, so NEPA stands for the National Environmental Protection Act. And that act was written in the 1970s to um, ensure that any, any impacts to the environment were um, sort of mitigated, which means that they have to be made up for in some other way. Like somebody might have to pay to create a new wetland when they destroy another one. Yeah, so if someone, say they pollute the soil there, they're responsible for making it better. Yeah, and so my job is to figure out what what impact there will be so that the people who are making the project and paying for the project know what they have to do to make it better. 
Very cool. Here's our next question. Hi, I'm Liam. How does soil help us? Hi, Liam. Um, soil helps us in a lot of ways. So um, the most common one is that it has nutrients and it makes plants grow so that we can have food. Um, if we didn't have any soil, we wouldn't be able to grow any food at all. Um, so we need it for that. Um, but some soils, they drain water really slowly. So those can help us filter pollution from, um, from water so it doesn't get into our streams and our drinking water. Um, but soil can also be used to make stable bases for like houses and buildings and roads and things like that. Oh, that leads us to our next question. Hi, my name is Elliot. Do they take soil away to make what to make roads? Yeah, um, yeah, usually they have to. So if it's a brand new road, they have to dig some soil out and then create. So then they'll like come in and um, make it really, they'll like compact it. So they make it like really solid so that there's just a really solid base for them to build the road on. So um, they have to like compact it and make it this solid so it doesn't like shift and um, settle because that can cause like cracks in the road and um, make it um, dangerous. Um, yeah, and sometimes they use, there'll be like gaps after the, they're finished building the road, there'll be some gaps in between some of the um, things that are underneath the pavement. So they'll use some of the soil to fill those back in, but the rest of it just gets taken away somewhere and I don't know what they do with it. Huh. You know, if we don't know the answer to a question, what can we do, you guys? Ask Mystery Doug. Oh, <laughs> ask Mystery Doug. Yes, yeah, or we can research it ourselves, right? Yeah, that's that's a good point, Liam. All right, we have a couple more questions. Okay. What's in a wetland? Um, well, most of the time when you think about wetlands, you think about like standing water or swamps or these places that are really muddy. But we actually have a specific definition of wetlands that we use in our work. So um, there's three criteria that a wetland has to meet. It has to have plants that like to grow in water. And we call those hydrophytic plants. And hydrophytic means water loving. Um, the soil has to have these um, kind of like indicators that it's been holding soil or sorry, holding water for a long time. So um, uh, wetlands don't, the wetlands are not always wet. Like sometimes the soil gets dry, but there'll be these chemical reactions that happen in the soil when there's water being held in them and when they're soaking wet. And then when it dries out, we can like see these patterns that are left behind from these chemical reactions. So we look for that. And then, um, there has to be some physical features around the landscape that, show that water has stayed there or flowed there. So that could be sometimes after floods, you'll see like piles of sticks or like leaves or something that are piled up. We'll look for things like that. We'll look for just like low spots or um, sometimes you can see where the water drained like through the plants or like on the soil. So um, we'll look for things like that. And um, so those, those are the three things that make up a wetland. Awesome. And our last question. Why do we need wetlands? Um, wetlands are really important because they filter pollution from the environment before it goes into our 
surface water. So the streams and everything that you see around, they end up in the White River, um, which ends up as our drinking water source. So it's really important that we keep our streams really clean. Um, but wetlands around streams, they can filter all this pollution from um, like the roadway, like if there's like oil or gas that leaks from a car when it's driving, when it rains, that might run off into the ditch beside the road. And then a wetland can filter all of that before it goes into the stream. Or if it's beside an agricultural field, then it um, can filter all of the pollution, like the pesticides and the fertilizers that are put onto the field. And it filters all of those out before they get into the water too. Yeah, because we don't want to drink pesticides, do we? No. no. Those are, that's like toxic <laughs> to our body. Yeah, and also might not taste very good. Okay, well, those are all of the questions that we have for you today, Victoria. Thank you so much for coming on and helping us to enjoy learning about science and the environment. Yeah, you're welcome. Hope you learned a lot. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria, for answering our questions. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that's all that we have for our last show with you today. We are going to do something a little different that we haven't done before. We're going to end our final episode just by sharing a little bit about our year in first grade during a global pandemic. It was a pretty crazy year this year, wasn't it, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So we have our friend Grace here with us, who was actually a full-time virtual student. Grace, where did you do school every day? I did it at this gymnastics place, and it's called Diverse. Mm-hmm. And what was your favorite part about first grade this year? My favorite part about first grade this year was I got to come here, um, but I had to keep my mask on the whole entire time. <laughs> and I liked seeing Miss um, Sabo, um, my teacher, and I got to meet her, and I was just pretty excited to meet her in person. Oh, Grace, I was so excited to meet you in person, too, because where, where do I normally see you? On Zoom. <laughs> On Zoom, yeah. Well, we're happy to have you here with us today. Thanks. Elliot, what was your favorite part of first grade? Um, When we went to Richie Woods, and because I got to sell a lot of insects, like, and, like, frogs. And a lot of birds. Yeah. And our lunch there. It was fun and, eating lunch together. And it was um, one of our classmates' birthday. It was. It was Quinn's birthday. Liam, what was your favorite part of first grade this year? Um, well, I got to play with all of my friends. Yeah? Do you have any specific time that you liked playing with them? At Richie Woods. Oh, yeah. Richie Woods, too. Corey, what about mm-hmm. you? My favorite part about first grade was going on a Zoom to, to see frogs. Oh, our virtual field trip with the uh, Amphibian Foundation. I like the White's Tree Frog. <laughs> yeah, we would love that frog. What did you like about the White's Tree Frog? That it gives animals stomachache. Oh, <laughs> You like that about it. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. I liked his big smile on his face. 
<laughs> he looked like he was smiling all the time. Now, what was your least favorite part of first grade this year? I'm curious. I just want to know. Grace, go ahead. Why don't you start? Doing homework. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's typical in any normal year, I would say. Elliot, what was your least favorite part? Uh, e-learning. E-learning. Yep. We had 50-50 times where we did e-learning at the beginning of the year. And now when do we do e-learning? On, on Fridays, but you guys are lucky because you get to be here today. <laughs> Liam, what was your least favorite part of first grade this year? Doing virtual school. Virtual school, yeah. Corey, what about you? Um, e-learning. What What was What did you guys not like about e-learning? That we didn't get to see our classmates. Yeah, you're at home. Well. We were all safe. We're all here, happy and healthy. And hopefully mm -hmm. next year will be better, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You guys are so ready for second grade. And I'm going to come back next year. You are. I'm yeah. so proud of you guys. I hope you all have a wonderful summer, everyone. Thank you for listening. That's our show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.